Hey guys, this is Jesus, and I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Eric, Matt C., Daniel Anderlich, Bookworm, Will Adams, Malvos, Alexander Klaus, Jamie Denholm, and Midget Snowman. Thanks for helping us survive our glub-glub hangover. Surviving the Glub-Glub Challenge The travelers prepare for the fall of the energy wall. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanwell Podcast Network, where we turn to the world of Numenera. Synth Ooh. Synth ooh? Synth ooh. So I guess that's where you'd say ooh and then you'd feed it through like a synthesizer. That song has survived all nine worlds. For some reason I was stuck in the Mario movie. I don't know why. I'm sorry, the movie? Yeah. You mean the work of art that is Super Mario Brothers? Was that Super Mario Brothers though? Uh, no, it was not. Yeah, he uh, just went there because that's the best place for your mind to go at any time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, that's why. Because for as soon as you started seeing that, I kept thinking the Goombas are dancing, dancing again. again. Yeah. The Goombas are dancing yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> so last session in Numenera. Did not involve dancing Goombas. Sadly. <laughs> oh, God. Missed opportunity. This game, guys. This game. Make it happen. We've got the XP. <laughs> <laughs> so the session after, uh, you guys killed an assassin in a most undramatic way. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. You woke up to find yourself under arrest with apparent murder of people, commit a murder committed by people who looked a lot like you guys. After some very convincing and also very strange testimony, you guys got off on that. We did get off on that. <laughs> and we all it- <laughs> got off on that idea. <laughs> yep. So did our listeners. <laughs> yep. yep. I'm glad everybody got off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thing. it's just I feel a lot more relaxed now. Yep. The tension's yeah. released. The pressure's gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they fed us a bunch of nonsense. We just spit it yeah. right back at them. You know, as they say, I came, I saw, I wiped up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, after that, you guys decided to get some sleep. But you were woken up in the middle of the night through the music and lights show coming from the temple from the return of Glenessa. During that moment, one of you... Varric noticed that morale was gone, although you at the time didn't know where she was. Dun, dun, dun. Went back to sleep, woke up, morale still wasn't there. Despite morale missing, you're assuming it was morale's usual tactics, you guys worried more about the fact that Galeris was gone, you tried to figure out what to do next. Talking to her, she was very vague and not really talking about what was going to happen next, but you, Varric did have a chance to uh, speak with Malaysia to prevent her from do, uh, making a horrible mistake and maybe becoming an adventurer later on down the line. On the other hand of the side of the story, you guys discovered that Morel was working at uh, Zai's Magical Meats. After some heart-to-heart and a glub-glub challenge, oh, <laughs> I've forgotten yes. all about that. Morel at least partially got over her, ex- her existential crisis and has returned to the team. <laughs> For no other reason to not make Varric go through that again. <laughs> Varric's never eating meat again. <laughs> that ship, that, enough for a that ship is sailed and burned. <laughs> okay. That was a Viking funeral. That was. <laughs> yeah. So that's where we're essentially at. Now you guys know that you have a little more than a week until that wall, that shimmering wall that protecting the town from the rest of the caverns, closes down. 
Yeah, and, and Glenessa was real dodgy on whether or not mm-hmm. something bad was going to happen in town. Yes. That said, before we start out with that week of what you guys were doing, something happened beforehand. Because at the end of the last episode, Cohen discovered something. A pod containing, he realized, at least, whether it's the real version of uh, Thorn or maybe a clone popping out of a pod. But before that... So like a sepia tone. A sepia tone, yeah. Yep. Before that, someone else had discovered the pod. Tell me, uh, Tagos, what was your line of reasoning? What was your what were the clues you found to the pod, and what did you do? Well, as it turns out, that a lot of the people who believe that they saw people fitting mine and my friends' descriptions all did so in the middle of the day. So, what else happens in the middle of the day? Commerce happens. Brunch happens. People take care of their gardens. What do you do in a garden? You bury bodies. Maybe that's a jump for normal people, <laughs> not for Tagos. Best type of fertilizer with that in mind and no body. To call my own. I ain't got no body. Tagos went looking for the real killer. Because Tagos can think like a killer. And so he went looking at some of the nicest gardens in the entire town which led him to find out where their fertilizer comes from. He trailed the fertilizer to a certain kind of Home, De- Home Depot-style store, which then told him to fuck off because he accused them of a murder. He then dejected, walked out, realized that was a ruse, and then remembered that near the center of town was a well. He went back to the well, tasted the water. It tasted like piss. That's a second mystery. And then he thought, if I was going to fake my own death, which I have, <laughs> how would I do it? I would put a decoy body in the water, covered in my own urine. Second mystery solved. You're welcome. That one was for free. That was, for, yeah, I don't like to work for free, but somebody needs to figure out the piss water. And I, I just did. <laughs> Cracked that case. So... Then I started walking in various circles, wider and wider, looking for a trapdoor, maybe a second oubliette or something like that. Then I went and I had some drinks and I kept stumbling around and I found this thing. (laughs) (laughs) And find the thing. <laughs> After, no, I love I, the idea of accusing some dude in a Home Depot smock of being, of being <laughs> part of minimum wage place. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just like just there to earn a paycheck to pay for school. Yep, yep. He's like, it's I'm, a summer job. No, yep. so like it was you who helped mm-hmm. kill the man in the middle of the town, yeah. and he's like, oh uh, uh, yeah, no, hold on a second. Oh yeah, woodworking. Uh. Yeah. We it, got a code green. Yeah. So hidden in an alley, in a very tiny alley, with uh, what seems to be covered with boxes, you see this almost human-sized, what looks like a, a green pustule of flesh, just bumping, uh, bumping and grinding with heart, mm. with like with the heartbeat. Looking at this, Tagos takes a peer in, notices that the body inside matches the description of the supposed deceased, realizes that his instincts were correct. And then promptly has to poke and prod it to get an idea of what it's going to do. If it's a bomb, that's not what he's getting paid for, whatever. Uh, And then realizes that if this is in fact something that spits out another version of the deceased, then it was a ruse. However, he's at the center 
of the conspiracy to pin this murder on me and my friends, which means he's going to come out and he's going to keep telling the same lie. And I can't have that. We've got shit to do. That wall's going to come down. We are busy. So I deal with anyone in this situation with a postule that is replicating a supposedly deceased man that I may or may not have killed, definitely haven't, would do. I went to an oubliette. I made a cocktail of various substances and poisons that I then injected into the pustule, which would alter the man's um, disposition and memory. And now I'm going to let him enjoy the miracle of childbirth, I guess. Did you watch it or just walk away? Um, no, I have to be there. <laughs> I have to be there because I have to clear my name. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hidden or... Yeah, I'm going to be okay. hidden. Yeah. All right. Uh, the, it, it takes a couple more hours, but eventually a slit opens up inside the pustule, and then uh, the person and birthing fluid just spills out everywhere. So it's like that scene from the second uh, from the second Jim Carrey movie, uh, yeah. Ace Ventura, yes. where he comes out oh, of the back Jesus of the rhino. Christ. Yeah, exactly like that. It's like that. one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my <laughs> life, and I don't regret saying that. <laughs> I'm sorry remembering it. All right. <clears throat> sorry. Which we're five. The guy who, out of character, looks exactly like Thor, slowly stands up. Uh, looks around confused. Also very naked. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dark goes in his neck. And he passes out. And I scoop him over my shoulder like yep. a fireman's carry. Yep. Throw a sack, or throw like a cloth over him. Yep. And I go back to the barracks. You do so. All right. Yes. Uh, you're outside the door of the... Yeah. Uh, I'm here to speak with uh, Guardmaster Corin, please. It's uh, Valentine Tagos. Oh, Mr. Tagos. One second. Uh, right up... Is that a naked man on top of you? It is. Okay. And it's also the clue to the murder. <gasps> Everyone else in the station. <gasps> <laughs> they lead you upstairs. You are knocking the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Corin, I have the answer that you're looking for. Great. Open up. I'm here. All right, I walk in, right. and I put the naked man down on her desk. I have three days worth of paperwork there. What? Also, why is there a naked man on top of my desk? Naked gooey man. Why, naked. Oh, why is there a naked gooey man on top of my desk? Case closed. Corin, as it turns out, you and you hired me to investigate a murder that I and my friends were implicated with. But what didn't realize was that there was no murder. What? This young man, naked and gooey as he may be, is the supposed victim of the murder. But as you see before you, he is very much alive and naked and gooey. She looks at his face. Well, flux. It was a ruse. But why? I can't get into the mind of a man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Oh, I read so many detective novels. <laughs> Wait, I can't get in the mind of madman. This is like an hour, an hour before. So what do you need all these chemicals for? <laughs> I need to get into the mind of a madman. <laughs> change things around, fuck around. <laughs> I just really jump morality rails so <laughs> All right. I mean, he did accuse you of murder. Do you want to put charges on him? Oh, I guess. Let the boys clean him up, put him in a cell, see what he says. Uh, but I think that he's alive, no one died, and that's really what all I want, is to make sure everyone's safe. You are so noble. Just a man. 
just a man trying to do the right thing for 3,500 chins. <laughs> Out of character. That's a bit much for this. Because the average guard salary is one shin a day. I can't remember how much it was. <laughs> you you said 35. I didn't agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I was just going to give you 300, but how about 500? That's reasonable. 3,500 right. was. I mean, we, we appreciate your service, but no, no, that no, would have no. just. That would take it out the bank. I mean, the goo cleanup alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I understand. 500 is right. fine. All right. Happy to help. All right. She gives you a bag. Thank you very right, much. And, now, and I need to get somebody to. Carl and Susan, get in here. Yes. Why is there a naked man? Clean this up. Oh. And then she turns around. Tegos is gone. <laughs> Tegos is ghosted. Yep. All right. And like Batman, she goes, how does he do that? <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, I landed weird on my back outside, <laughs> just underneath the second story window of her office. Like, oh. You're biting your fist to keep you from, like, groaning out loud. Yep. <laughs> Some stupid mole rat comes up next to me like, ah. <laughs> it's not my fucking birthday. <laughs> Now they're just trolling me. Oh, question. Is it anyone, close to anyone else's birthday? Or no? What else? No? Who knows? Oh, you don't know, do you? I have no idea. That's a good point, actually. You wouldn't know when your birthday like, is. Do I even have a birth? Does Varric know his know. birthday? Not really. He knows it's in the spring. Uh, it's in the uh, the lighter springtime. Did we establish it to be the lighter springtime? I don't it's, wish. It's not close to Not close. Birthday, so, no. It's... Morale, you would know your birthday. I'm I would totally know my birthday. And it probably would not be around this time? No. Okay. Cool. Then, you know, we're going to roll randomly. We'll see what happens in the story. <laughs> it's still my birthday. How? <laughs> that old. <laughs> <laughs> still counting. Actually, Tagos, this is like the fifth clone of Tagos. Oh, yeah. my but God. Like, yeah. you know, it, coincidentally, he's always cloned like the day after his last birthday. <laughs> nice. So, Tanner Below, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. Uh, yeah. let's, say, let's say two days in, so we'll figure into the story. <laughs> it's your birthday and your moon time. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's always a bummer, isn't yeah, it? That's, that's, they fall, they fall on the same day. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Actually, that'd be hilarious. All right, so. But we don't do anything just because it'd be funny, right? <laughs> no, that'd be- no, we just had an entire side plot of a gooey <laughs> naked man. <laughs> 500 shits. So you guys have about a week before the walls come down. What are your plans? What do you do? What is happening? I guess we have a meeting with each other and mm-hmm. kind of just address what do we want to do. So it's the beginning of that week. So where are we meeting at? Uh, we should probably meet at my place. <laughs> Officially the, now your place. The yeah. dead man's business. Mm-hmm. The dead man's business. Yep. Gonna oh, you guys get there and Takos has lease forms like scattered on the desk mm-hmm. in the main area. That's so much paperwork. There's yeah. also photos of like Takos <laughs> and trophies and his... <laughs> He's he's completely moved in. Yeah, there's, he, a, there's a like employee of the year award for Tango. Several of the arms on the wall are just holding up pictures for him. His mother's in the background. Just <laughs> to take her in, and you know she's getting out there. In age. <laughs> Guys, I think I'm staying here. So yeah, we're uh, Varric uh, comes at the door, leans against it, and la- gives a lazy knock. Mm-hmm. Still a little woozy from his time after uh, the glove glove challenge. Yep. Morala is with him making sure that he, you know, doesn't pass out from residual meat fumes. Mm-hmm. He's he's drinking a a blend, a blend of vegetable mm-hmm. soup and water. At, at, it's a Bloody Mary without the vodka. Exactly. Yes. And Tegos, what are you grilling right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. What are you grilling right now? That's awful. <laughs> I'll be dick. Deep fried. <laughs> uh, yep. And the 
Come on in. And the door opens and you and you see that one of the arms has been positioned by the door just to open the door for people. I think you're having way too much fun with this place, Tagos. No, it's a consider it like a pet store, you know? You get to play with the dogs and whatnot when you look at a pet, you get to take a look at the arms in action if you want if you want an arm. One of a couple of the arms look up expectantly. <laughs> why do they look why do they hold their hands together like that? <laughs> I taught them. That took time. <laughs> You want to be able to identify, you know, humanize them. <laughs> one, one just hops along with little googly eyes. <laughs> Why did you put googly eyes on all of them? Oh, I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah no, that was his choice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we have about five days, four or five days until the uh, wall comes down. We need to figure out what we want to do. I still say maybe it'd be nice if we could see what's on the other side, but the only way to do that is to get someone to mess around with the temple's computer. We all look expectantly towards Moral. Who is fiddling with her hair. Has no idea anyone is looking One at One of the hands actually helps you hold some hair as you're, as you're messing with it. Thank you. Moral, you here? Hmm? Yes. Uh, we've given you a couple days. How are you feeling about maybe taking a look at the computer and seeing if you can see what's on the other side of that wall? I don't think that'd be a good idea. Okay. Uh, we really need to figure out a way to look beyond that wall, though. I mean, there's no other way unless anybody else has an idea. Moral looks expectantly at everyone else. Oh. Comes in a corner, just eating some jerky. Like, nope. You have to eat that in front of me, man. I can eat it behind you. Yes, actually, I prefer that. Come and shuffle so long and stands behind him. Just, I'm used to hear the sound. A couple of the arms give you a massage. Yep. Yep. I take another drink of my bloody it, Mary. With your mind, you hear, still hear the squeeze of the glove glove. Well, I could go take a look at the wall and see if there's any way to alter the nanites for just a second to see if I can see through. Now, see, I told you when we got together with everyone there'd be other ideas. Great idea. That sounds like an invention that needs to happen. So you should probably go with them. Maybe you could rub your heads together and come up with something decent. I, I don't think an invention is needed. I think that Mr. Tagos is a very uh, inventive person on his own. Yeah, and when I invent a way to do what she can, she won't be there to see how. That's that's for the best, really. Tagos is disappointed that he could not goad her into that. Hmm. We could also... Uh... Yeah, I'm kind of blank. No idea. We, uh, we could pre- probably prepare for the worst. Be prepared for the worst. Hopefully uh, it's, nothing happens. Get the guards people, get the townspeople ready for any battles. Set some traps up there around that area, around the path that leads to the wall. I, I don't really know. I'm glad you said that, kid, actually, because I, and he takes out a, uh, a, a city form and slides it towards you, have elected this area to be a, uh, to be a, uh, <clears throat> a holding place for civilians and or guards should the wall come down. Now, the insurance policy explicitly states that we are to be reimbursed should that inconceivable circumstance happens but i'm not a military mind and i've certainly never known what it's like to hold up in one place defending attacks not like a monastery uh, he looks over the form and then he gets pushes it forward that is a very noble gesture especially the reimbursement part for you 
I was actually thinking for some of the children and the elderly and people who can't fight, uh, we have a cave that has been unseen for a long time. It's fairly spacious. We can probably, and it has a giant monster willing to protect people who don't freak out around it. If we could negotiate a, a fair trade, get people understanding that this thing's not going to attack them, we could store the children, the elderly there, just in case this place gets swarmed with those creatures. And it's a cave, so there's no chance for damages uh, to reach you, Mr. Tegos. Yeah, we could definitely... Yeah, I guess the cave is... cave is bigger in this place. You could take out a large insurance policy and set it on fire before we leave. <laughs> right. Actually, how about instead you go talk to Zin, Azil, and propose your idea. I think he'll be very receptive to it, as opposed to my idea. Just yeah. go ahead and tell him that we're going with your idea, and he'll show you how to undo the rest. My character kind of wrinkles his forehead, curious, but then just nods his head slowly. We still need to get the townspeople on board with the idea that there's a giant silk monster hiding in a wall, but I think that they prefer that over those creatures coming in and tearing them apart. I'm sure Glenessa could help us with that, so we will need to speak with her, and she will probably get the word out about you know acceptance and all that stuff. Absolutely. She could uh, most likely uh, file some sort of, um, do some sort of uh, uh, blessing or uh, baptism to make him one of the, uh, or make it one of the uh, religion. And then it's just a matter of a voting profile. And he looks around the papers somewhere around here. I will handle the uh, cave, the Zill. Uh, Zill? Zill. Zil. I'll handle Zill. I'll talk to Glenessa, see about that. That'll be my job for the week. Just a. Uh, Play, put a place where we can keep the children elderly, sickly, uh, away from the fight. Uh, the rest is up to you guys to either figure out what's on the other side, or plan a, some traps, plan a guard formation. That's not really my my bag. There's also the issue of clothes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could we can talk about clothing specifically. Um, <clears throat> specifically, Zaban has been developing clothes as a thank you to all of us for what we've done right. for the town. Right, right, right. And right. if we keep them waiting, it will seem rude. And if the wall comes down and we haven't collected them, we're going to regret it for the rest of our arguably, possibly short lives. I'll talk to Zill, and then I'll swing by and talk to him about whatever hell he created for me. I don't remember putting it in order, but I know he was pretty adamant on us giving him some ideas. Well, not everything can be nunchucks made from impenetrable steel or whatnot. Synth. Synth, of course. Well, that's my job. Uh, anybody wants to come with me, they can, or if not, good luck. I'll come with you. I'd like to see Zill. Alright. You... Just the Zill part. I'm... Absolutely. I'll... Uh... <clears throat> Come along, Moral. You two going to be okay? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like we're going to go and take a look at a wall. Yeah. I'll see what you can do. Uh, go and we'll talk later. All right. And uh, let's all meet at six at uh, the <clears throat> Haberdasher slash Taylor. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, Cohen. Um, how yep. long until your transformation? I know we've been under uh, 
we've been here for a while. I just want to make sure we're not going to be transforming in the middle of the town square at any given time. Full out his chronometer. How's that wall coming down? About five days. All right, great. Yeah, that'll be the second day of the three-day cycle. Okay, well, we'll probably need to also talk to the guards to get a prison cell uh, for Cohen. Just that's, for the night. That's going to hurt our optics. He does look an awful lot like the things on the other side of the wall. If we can, maybe we should do this privately. Keep him in here? Something. Yeah, we can see what we could, uh, we can come to get. Oh, we could talk to... Um, God, what's his name? The the your the inventor. Maybe he has something that could kind of restrain him. He has that giant uh, Boris. He has uh, the giant that could probably sit on him. I don't know. He also has a sale going on. There we go. So Jacob's <laughs> <laughs> kind of like doesn't know what to say to that. So we'll talk to him. Um, we'll swing by him after we talk to Zill. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this was full of really good ideas. Excellent. Well, let's get going. Uh, you guys enjoy looking at that wall. Uh, Cohen will come up with some solutions for you. You enjoy looking at that cave. Okay. And break. And break. Uh, let's do Zil first. Uh, you head off towards uh, one of the walls of the city and towards where you guys know a, a, a place that never really, not really visited by other members. And you find a secret entrance to Zil's cave. Going down, you see the silk worn, uh, the walls full of silk as you go down towards the caverns. And they're actually standing there, looking like he's looking, he's actually working on a piece of clothing with his actual, like, silk hands, crafting it. My friends, how are you doing today? Uh, Zil, good, good. How's everything? Everything is quite alright. I'm, in fact, crafting some clothing for your special needs. Special needs? Yes, I've been speaking with Tagos for days about this, the requirements. I look towards Moral. Do you know anything about this? No. Okay, we're- Oh, it must have been a surprise. Oh, I'm sorry for ruining it for you. Tagos would have ruined it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> we're here to talk to you about, uh, how large is this cave? We're hoping that there's going to be, uh, possibly some violence. We're hoping- violence? Not here. Not, Not here. here. There, we're, the city is facing a possible attack by some marauders. And oh, we were- like before. Yeah. Yes, absolutely like before. And we were hoping that we could maybe use this cave. For women, children, sick, elderly, people who would rather should be away from the fight. Now, I usually am inclined to help those who need it. But are they aware of my existence? I wouldn't want them to attack me as I'm they trying to protect them. They are going to be aware because Glenessa's back. They're, oh. they're priests, their high mother, priest. And she is going to bless you and tell everyone that you bless are a member of society. Think of it this way. She's going to make sure no one attacks you. They're going to know everything about you as soon as they come in. And this is your opportunity to really impress them. Think of this as your first dinner party. A dinner party? Absolutely. This is your first dinner party. Uh, you get the meat. You get the mingle. This is like the neighbors coming over to greet I, the newcomer. I need to make a potluck. <laughs> oh, my God. God, I need to set up some tables and some chairs. Oh, oh, I need to, oh, I'm going to rework this entire cavern. I will help you get some of the supplies yes. here and we will, it'll, it'll be just nice and comfortable. Nothing too crazy. Just so give them a chance for them to get to know you. We just want to make sure that this place was big enough for, I don't know, a hundred people. A hundred people. That should definitely fit in room A. R- room A? Room A, yes. How many rooms are there? Fifteen. Have you not? Didn't I give you a tour? No. Come in. 
<laughs> Let me check out my crib. It's the <laughs> fucking Mines of Moria. <laughs> oh. yeah. I don't know what to do here yet. I'm thinking about a garden. It's just a <laughs> giant cavern. Cavern, cavern, cavern. And each room, you realize, have been dug... You don't know how long it took to dig all these, each individual cavern. Each one could hold, not comfortably, but maybe about 50 to 100 people. How deep do we go in? Uh, it goes fairly deep. I'm thinking in this room, maybe just for garbage, and then we can just maybe transport them out. I don't... Zill? Uh, yes. Have... Is there any other entrances out of the... There's an entrance in that we came through, but is there a... A back entrance, or another way of to get it out of the, these, these caverns. Uh, one or two. Uh, I haven't really used them in uh, several s- millennia, but we're going to be back in a little while. Oh, all uh, right, could you show us those. Oh, when of we course. Get back. Okay, Moral, I think we might have something for Tegos uh, to check out. Oh, okay. And yeah, we're we're off to find Tegos now. We're we're just okay now that we got that uh, underway. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome! <laughs> that's so awesome that Tegos never considered he never considered hiding people in these caves. <laughs> they are money caverns. You are doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna hunt down these guys. Yeah, it takes you it takes you several several minutes to walk out of the caverns because it took you all the way to the back. <laughs> it takes you through a few days. You really went deep. Please follow the rope. Do not let go of the rope. <laughs> it's like a guided tour. And make sure to stop by the 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 gift, uh, shop. The gift shop on your way out. <laughs> oh my god, yes, I want that. It's like a little t-shirt that says, I survived <laughs> like, the silk caves. <laughs> I survived the silk roads. Yep. Uh, and, yeah. Like every once in a while, all the walls, you do see one of the bulbous, warm-like creatures that create the silk just spitting up silk. And eventually, switch over to the wall. Well, basically, yeah, you're at the gate mm-hmm. to the, the main gate, and then past the gates, so the, a few feet away is the wall that protects the town. And the wall is translucent, correct? Like, you can kind of see through you it? can't really. It's like basically a light wall, so you can't see through it. It's okay. like a box a, a box made of light. Oh. Yeah, so, so imagine cool if you punched idea. it, it would take you a long time to break it through. Probably like Almost four. impossible. Yeah, exactly. Just you should just give up and just sit there and wait to eat. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yep. So it's, you see the light, the <laughs> shimmering wall in front of you. Again, I want to I wanna commend Jesus for taking so many digs. <laughs> <laughs> they will not end. Uh, <clears throat> How high does it go, Jesus? All the way to the ceiling, which is uh, about five or six stories. Oh, because we're technically... Underground. A, underground. Yeah, yeah, I keep underground, forgetting yeah. that. I keep yeah, forgetting. The ceilings are pretty high. Okay. So, Cohen. Yeah. You, do you detect anything weird about this? It's a wall made of light. It's pretty weird. We can't get past the gates. That gun throws like a small pebble at it. It bounces back. Hmm. Actually, it just bounces back. Turns into a rock monster. All right. Well, we need to get closer. All right. There's gates in the way. Can you squeeze through? The gate. What is the thought? Kind of looks at himself and is generally round shaped and looks at uh, Tegos and is far slimmer. Uh, uh, you do notice, like, like I said, you're at the, the main gate and then a couple of feet away is the wall. You realize there's no guards at the walls at all. Like they trust Gilead uh, completely. All right. Look. <clears throat> <clears throat> I need you. I slowly put both hands on your shoulders carefully. Yep. 
avoiding the spikes. I need you. Now, I've seen you do things like this before. Mm. I need you to try to bend these bars mm. with your mind mm. to let us through so we can investigate that wall. Mm. I need you, and I start motioning towards the wall. I need you and me to get to that. And there was a bright flash of light. <laughs> and you and I both crash into the wall mm-hmm. sideways and then land. And you feel a little nauseous. Yeah. Both of you give me my defense rolls of nine. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's about right. Fourteen. Nine exactly. Nice. <laughs> uh, you. It hurts, but yep. you, you're not electrocuted. Uh, oh, by the way, you topple a few feet into the ground. Mm-hmm. Ow. Oh, and uh, Cohen, that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I keep forgetting you can detect it as opposed to just think it. Uh, ow. Was that you? Nope. I was not sure what that was. So that was weird. That was... That felt really familiar. All right. We're we're near the wall now. I will say Cohen. That coloring yeah. was the same co- sort of coloring that... Uh, that uh, what was her name? Celeste. Again? That Celeste had. Bef- Go- Ghost Celeste. Ghost Celeste had yeah. before she kissed uh, Tagos in the forehead and disappeared. It's mm-hmm. nothing else. Interesting. Uh, all right. Well, all right. Now we test the wall. All right. So it goes all the way to the ceiling. No guards here. Nope. I mean, you don't need them. Nothing's getting through. No, but eventually something might. I mean, but look at this. We could walk around the entire town like this. Mm-hmm. It's like being on the outside of a board, on a board game. Just. If we needed to, we could na- we could navigate around entire swaths of the city before this thing comes down. True. And Glenessa didn't say she would take down the whole, only part, right? Maybe. So she can only take down, she can only take down part, just to let us out. There's an invasion, we might be able to just get around. Oh. If we, if the guards haven't thought of it, it's entirely possible that the enemy hasn't thought of it either. It's just a giant, giant blind spot. All right, good. And I touch the wall one more time. Never might roll. Might defense roll of nine. Fifteen. Yep. You get pushed back, but not electrocuted. All right, it's kind of some sort of nanite force barrier. I'm gonna try something. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I've got countermeasures. Yes, you do. Might as well try and see if I can... Level 30. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and I'll be honest, because it's a god, even if you succeed, it's yeah. going to be bad for you. Oh, yeah, no, I wouldn't... Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's going he's gonna to try this, yeah. especially after that. Science, baby. Yeah, yeah. science. There's, there's, uh, yeah, there's no way to make that roll unless I get a nat 20. Let's yep. do it. So Just do I'm it. I'm not even going to bother like spending points or anything. Mm-hmm. It's either a nat 20 or nothing. Ooh, Ooh. nope, 16. Yep. I need you to give me my defense roll of 15. Yep. 
Uh, nope, 11. Failed that you, one. Uh, you see Cohen, like, mm-hmm. kind of touch wall and concentrate, and then almost an instant later, he starts literally flo- thrown several feet into the other, into the wall, gate mm-hmm. wall, <laughs> taking five damage. Yep. Ow! All right. Having successfully scienced this and done our research. <laughs> this is, in fact, how science works. <laughs> All right. So we're not getting out any way other than when she lets us out. Which means that the mercurial goddess is intentionally not telling us enough to be able to tell what's going to happen. Oh. Mr. Tagus! Yeah. Mr. Tagus! And running around the gate is Varric and Merle. I think I found the, the Zill, his cavern. It's, it's caverns. He has a lot of caverns, and he says there's actually other ways out. Maybe one of them leads to the other side of the, uh, Giant wall. Is Colin okay? Oh, he's good. He's just doing science. So there are exits to the caverns? Yeah, he says he hasn't used them in a long time. He has no idea. I don't even know if they exit out to behind this thing, but if we're looking to get a peek, that would be a way, unless you guys have figured out how to get through this thing, Cohen. Cohen, have we decided? Have we found out a way? No? Okay. But also, Zill said, uh, as long as he gets the blessing of Glenessa, he would be absolutely willing to throw a dinner party for the people. Oh. I kind of sold it as a dinner party. That's actually pretty quick thinking. Rick, nice job. Thanks. Um, right. So I'm not entirely sure how we got to this side of the bars, so I'm going to need you two to step back. So we can find out how Cohen did it. Cohen, Quick. stand up. One second. How did you two get past the bars of the gate? I didn't oh, know there was bars of the gate. I guess oh, I'm sorry. just leaning against the bars. The okay. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to throw in really fast, Jesus. Um, being told that there are caverns with exits, and presumably caverns are dark places, that seems like a really good place to give me a GM intrusion and make morale stay behind and be inquisitive. And get ah, that's a very good nice point. Yes, yes. All right, yeah. Why? So, what, what is morale like about dark places? <laughs> Moral, so Moral yeah. is not here. Yeah. You're right. Moral, that's a good yeah. point. Uh, <laughs> just so, yeah, I guess, me and Moral, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, so, okay, hold on. So just, <laughs> just because I, 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 I'm confused. So. Mm-hmm. so there's barred gates around the city, mm-hmm. and then there's the wall. Wall. Yeah, yeah there's the barred gates around. Well, the more the front of the city. Like the, the front gate goes from one end of the cavern to the other, mm-hmm. and then past that front barred gate is the actual shimmering wall protecting okay, the city. So okay, so I guess I'm leaning against the uh, yeah. bars. Yeah. And- it's kind of like, imagine like the exit of a cemetery, yep. and then when you get to the uh, the sidewalk outside the cemetery, imagine mm-hmm. there was a wall there. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm just leaning against the bars like, uh, did you climb? No. Uh, Cohen, and I pick Cohen up, uh, and I put my hand on Cohen's shoulder, and I point towards the ground on the other side of the bars. Okay, Cohen, uh-huh. do it again. Okay. Do, do what again? What was that? Cohen, last time, I told you that I need you to get over there, and you got us. <laughs> and we disappear into a flashlight and appear in front of uh, Varric. Ah, okay, yeah. well, <laughs> way to go, Cohen. Yeah, I'm pretty handy to have around. Varric, <laughs> give me an intelligence roll of nine. Just straight intelligence. And also, I think that Cohen... 17. You realize wow. the coloring is the same coloring that uh, Celeste had when she kissed Cohen... Uh, sorry, Tagos on the, on the forehead and disappeared. My God. Celeste and Cohen, apparently, Celeste <laughs> gave Cohen her ability. <laughs> I mean, maybe it makes sense. You're weird, and she was clearly weird, no offense, so maybe Cohen kind of picked up something. Eh, nah, makes sense. Residual. We did kind of have a thing going. 
She was dead when I met you. Right? No, she wasn't dead when she sent me. She, no. <laughs> <laughs> the heart has no bounds. Whatever it is, it's a neat ability. We'll talk more about it. Let's head off towards the caverns. Uh, Moral said she was going to stay there and uh, just stay right where she was and, st- and look around and, you know, not do anything stupid. So we'll be fine. Great. I need to stop by the tailor then. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know, we're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, Your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember... The ink monster wants to eat you!